Good morning. Today is Wednesday, June 3rd, 2020. I have a great only in Israel story to share with you today. So um, in Israel, there is a town, it's actually one of the fastest growing towns in Israel called Beitar Elit. Beitar is um, just a few miles south of Yerushalayim, and it is a town that is entirely Haredi, um, mostly Hasidic community, but an all Haredi uh, town. So there was a dispute at the Beitar Elite Planning and Building Committee. And the dispute went like this. There was one resident who had submitted an application to build an addition to his apartment. He needed more room, so he wanted to build an addition to the apartment. And uh, so he submitted this request. And the problem is that a neighbor, a woman living next to him, opposed the proposal because the addition would cut off the sunshine, the sunlight, to her apartment. So this is a, uh, a conflict, a uh, um, um, uh, dispute at the um, planning and building committee in Beitar Elite. And the truth is, this is quite a common case. Uh, you may remember here in Montreal and Westmount, a number of years ago, there was a case that went very far in the courts about someone who was going to build a house and it was going to block the, the uh, a neighbor's uh, view that they had spent millions of dollars to have this view. Um, um, in fact, this kind of a case is discussed in the Talmud and the Gemara. Uh, in my course in, in Talmudic law, um, I often include this case. And it's a very interesting case with sources, and, and it comes up quite a lot. So, um, so uh, what happened in this case in Beitar is what happens in a lot of these cases, and that is the neighbor who really needed this extra space he offered financial compensation to this woman next door that was going to lose her sunlight. And again, that's what often happens, um, that uh, there's compensation. So if you, if you compensate the person, so sometimes they will agree, sometimes not, but sometimes they agree. And um, so the two sides were negotiating, and the woman refused. She would not accept a financial compensation, but she had a counter offer. And the counter offer was like this. She said, I'm prepared to give in, remove my opposition to your plan on one condition, on the condition that you start learning Dafyomi every day and complete the cycle. So that means you have to commit to seven and a half years. So seven and a half years, uh, two pages a day, you finish the entire Talmud. So that's the condition. If you commit to daily Dafyomi, I will relinquish my opposition. You can go ahead with the, uh, with the, with the, uh, with the, the renovation. There was a problem, but there was a problem. And the problem was, the man said, 
first he was a little surprised to hear the offer, but the problem was the man said, I'm already learning Dafyomi. So how can I agree to the condition if I'm already doing it? So they negotiated further and they came up with the following agreement that the man would continue to learn Dafyomi, but for the next seven and a half years, for one cycle, every day when this man learns Dafyomi, he would, he would say out loud that he is dedicating the schus, the merit of learning Dafyomi to this woman. And she was willing to accept that. So, um, this made the papers, made the news, and um, they asked this woman, uh, it's kind of a strange negotiation, why did you, how did you come up with this? Why did you, why did you agree to this? So she said, well, you know, I was thinking we're negotiating and he offered me some money. And one day I was looking at the, my room and looking at the space and looking at what it's going to look like without the sunshine. And I said to myself, money comes and money goes. But if I'm going to give something up that I really want, I want something that is eternal, something that will last. And the schus of this person learning in my honor, that's something that I'll have for the rest of my life. And what it means is that every day for the next seven and a half years, when I look at my room and it's in the shade and not in the sun, I'll think to myself what it is that I'm getting, what it is that I really want. So, um, Abishai Meron is a city engineer in Beitar, and he is one of the committee members of this planning committee. And he told the, the paper, he said, in most cases, a compromise is reached through financial compensation. He said, in my 14 years on this committee, I have never encountered a case that is resolved in a spiritual manner. It's an amazing story only in Israel. And it's an amazing lesson, by the way. I mean, maybe the story is only in Israel, but the lesson is an amazing lesson. And that is in any negotiation, in any area of life for anything, you have to think about what it is that you really want. And here's the key. You can tell a lot about a person when you get to the level of what they really, really want. Have a wonderful day. I look forward to seeing you in person very soon.